0: Welcome to another episode of Beauty and Passion. I'm your host, Whitney Evans, and I hope everyone is doing well. Today's topic is Beauty in the Art. And I have the pleasure of speaking to a young woman who is a singer, an actor, and a social media influencer. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Miss Anissa Washington. Welcome Anissa. Thank you for having me. Oh my it, it's a pleasure. I'm excited to get into this this uh, episode with Miss Actress Singer. Mm-hmm. You know everything. All right so how did you get started as a singer? Let's start off with your singing. OK, as a
1: singer, I remember this like it was yesterday. Um, since birth, my family always said that I was going to be a singer. And they said it was because I cried really loud. So they were like they instantly knew that I was going to be a singer. And I cried nonstop, like all the time, with every little thing, but just extremely loud. So when I turned 11 is when I would always hum around the house and like singing, like just regular stuff that everyone does. But when I turned 11, then I went into my mom's room one day and I told her, I just said, Mom, I'm ready. And she was like, ready for what? And I was like to actually start singing. Even though I was crazy shy, I just I still wanted to get into it. So she was like, "Okay, we're going to find something for you to do. Just like, you know, break off that stage fright. And the first thing that she found me to do was at the Taste of Soul, the 12th annual Taste of Soul. She got me a spot and um I forgot what it was called I think it was like a star competition and it's where a whole bunch of kids they sing a song and they compete for a prize so when my mom told me about that I didn't expect it to be in front of so many people it was in front of almost over 10,000 people when I got on stage I froze it was my first time ever singing in front of like a big crowd. It was my first time singing in front of people other than just my immediate family. So when I got up there, I froze. I was singing, but it was so shaky. And in my head, I was like, oh my God, I cannot do this. But I kept going and like as I was getting through the song, I started to lose my stage fright. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to win the competition, but it gave me some amazing connections. I went I introduced myself into so many into so many people like music producers and other recording artists and I've been keeping in contact with them since then. And we are in the process of making some music and I also keep them in my pocket just for any advice that I need. After that happened, After I lost the competition, I kind of lost my motivation. I just felt like I wasn't good enough, which I should have never thought that, but it was because it was my first competition. That was like the first thing I instantly thought about. But after that happened, I told my mom, like, I'm going to keep on going. She um, put me into some performing arts schools. She put me into this one school called The Rage. And I to this day, I still talk to everyone from The Rage. And I have so many amazing connections. I've met so many amazing people from The Rage. And they teach you um, stage presence, vocal lessons. They teach you everything. They create you into a triple threat and what you're comfortable with. So I went to The Rage for about three years. I met so many amazing people. I, like, literally, I made so many connections. And then after that, I was ready to do some more singing competitions and just keep on going after that. I did about two more singing competitions after that, but um, after I was done with the singing competitions, I was like, I don't want my career to be revolved around competitiveness and stuff. I kind of want to start recording on my own so I can make a name for myself. But those singing competitions did give me good connections. I was able to sing for this charity organization called Generation J. And they their charity is about helping women that are part of domestic violence, domestic abuse, and just helping women, period. Just helping uplift them and stuff. And those also bumped me up even more. It's really just like, just keep on going. Like everything that you do is gonna let you get higher and higher and higher in your career. After I did Generation J, that was my last competition. And they treated me with a ticket to the Oscars which was even a higher bump up because even though generation j was about my singing i told them about my acting and they were considerate enough to help me with that
0: wow okay so you said that you started off shy so i know so so are you shy when it comes to connecting with people how did is it does it come natural
1: Well, now I've lost my shyness. Now it's all gone. I don't feel the shakiness that I did once before. Occasionally I do, depending on who I'm seeing in front of. Like if I feel like, oh my God, this is a big deal. Like this could actually be it. My nerves go crazy. My nerves go crazy. But it wasn't more so of connecting with people. It was just in my mind. I was always like, Are they going to like it? Are they going to like how I sound and all that? And that's kind of where I messed up at, because as a singer, you can't think about what other people think about your music. There are over 7 billion people in this world. Half of them are not going to like you or your voice or your talents. So I kind of like had to break that part of me. But it was just an insecurity. I used to be a really insecure little girl. I used to have like zero confidence at all. So that's kind of where it came from. I would always overthink. And what I revolved around was what if questions. I would constantly ask myself, what if this, what if that? And it would never be positive. It would just be negative. Like, and people would tell me, like, don't think like that. But I'm like, but it can happen. It can happen. So it wasn't more of connecting with people. It was just like, are they going to like it? And am I going to get the feedback that I want?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. um, we are talking about the art of beauty. So, has um, engaging into your talents helped you recognize the beauty within yourself? It
1: definitely has. Getting to know my talents has actually made me way more comfortable with myself. I'll say that because I would always keep them locked away and try to hide them from everyone. And trying to hide my talents was me hiding a part of myself. So now that I've kind of broke that away, now like when people look at me, they instantly can see the confidence in me. Like now I've taught myself not to care what anyone thinks, not to care what anyone thinks about my music because at the end of the day, it's if I like it. And it's not even if a producer or a recording artist will like my music because someone will. So it has definitely helped me a lot. It's definitely helped me build my confidence. And someone once asked me if it was like hearing other people's feedback about me that helped me build my confidence, like hearing other people compliment me and stuff. I say that doesn't like build my confidence, but it does help. It makes me feel a little bit better about myself and it just gets me to get to know myself more. It took me a long time to get to know myself.
0: Mm-hmm. so let's rewind to the oscars how was that experience for you
1: oh my god it was amazing i have millions and millions of pictures and videos i got to meet some amazing people i met my my most favorite act- actor and that was samuel l jackson and he was the most amazing person ever, and I was with a group of people, but we were separated, we weren't like walking around together, but it was other people that were a part of the scene competition and charity with me, but the one thing that I really appreciated, and I was completely starstruck, is that Samuel L. Jackson approached me, I didn't approach him, yes, when that happened, I was looking at him, he was talking to people and stuff like that, and I was like, I'm not going to like interrupt. And then someone else that was a part of my charity had actually approached him and they tried to speak to him. And he kind of just looked at them and walked off. So I was like, like, yeah, no, I'm not going to try because I don't want that. But then I had went, I, I remember it just like it was yesterday. I went and I had stood by the bar and I had on this ginormous princess gown I think I had the biggest dress in there well no Lady Gaga had the biggest dress but I was second to the biggest because we both had the little ring under our dress yeah so I was standing by the bar in this big red princess dress and on the bottom of it it had a long train it was like a wedding gown I was like I want to be extra for this it had a long train and it had a bunch of stones all at the bottom and then a corset at the top and I was standing at the bar, and he walked up to me. And he was like, hi, nice to meet you. And I froze. I looked at him. It was coming from, like, the side of me. I was kind of just standing there because I needed a minute to myself because I was going, I was completely fangirling, and I was like, I need to calm down. I was trying to make it look like I belong there. And the way I was acting looked like this girl must have snuck in here or something. So I was like, no, I need to make it look like I belong here. So I had to go stand by the bar and take a break got a glass of water and I was just standing there. And I hear someone on the like walk up on the side of me. And he's like, hi, how you doing? And I look up and I was like, like I, w- I froze, I froze. I literally almost started crying because never in a million years would I think that I would be standing next to Samuel L. Jackson and never in a million years but I think that he would walk up to me. And he asked me what my name was and I asked for a picture. And he was like, of course I have the picture the only thing is the person that took the picture, it was out of focus. But you can still tell that it's Samuel L. Jackson. So I keep that picture forever. <laughs> but he smelled so good. And he was the kindest person ever. He was so nice. Um, I also met a lot of other people. I had a lot of amazing experiences. I was not able to meet, I don't know if you know the movie Split. But I was able to meet the main character from that movie. I met the Bird Box characters. It was amazing. And I also made connections there, too. I try to take every chance I get to make a connection, I take it. Even if there's a chance that I'll get turned down, I still take that chance, just in case, because you never know.
0: So meeting Samuel. Before you met Samuel, were you interested in acting? Well, yeah, you said that you acted as well that's why you made it there but it did that encourage you even more it did because okay so before i went to the oscars
1: that was before i really got deep into acting before i went to the oscars i was just doing like acting classes monologues and commercials and now i just thought like as like a little second hobby to my singing i never thought like oh i want to be in movies and i want to be in shows and stuff like that i just thought like Doing commercials are fun. You can do multiple commercials, and they play internationally. But when I met Samuel L. Jackson, he gave me some really good advice. Like, he told me, keep going. And he was like, even if you feel like in the future you don't want to do it no more, still start now, because you'll always have a chance to go back, even if you want to stop. And I just took that into consideration, and meeting him and also meeting many other people and just seeing everyone win their awards— and just seeing everyone like, seeing the look on their face after they finally accomplished what they've been working for all their lives, it helped me out so much. Like, it definitely gave me, it definitely let me know what I really want. And that's a career in acting. Like, it made me think, I wanna be in shows, I wanna be in movies. Being in commercials is not gonna get me here again to win an award. So, I wanna be able to, the next time I go to the Oscars, I wanna be on stage getting an award.
0: Yes. Oh my God. So inspirational. So what are some of the projects you're working on?
1: Okay. So I'm currently working on this show called The Mills. It's an amazing show full of almost all Black cast and is based on all Black women. It's based on me and two other characters. We all play as girls on our first day of high school. We are thinking that we're going to a performing arts high school to practice our music, someone else practice their instruments and someone else practice their acting. Little do we know that we have some secret talents and we're one of a kind. So it kind of turns into a supernatural realm and we get taken to another school where we meet some amazing black women And they uplift us. And the show is basically about letting kids know, like, you can keep doing it. Because all around here, like, yeah, you see Black women on TV. And you see Black women on commercials and stuff. But they don't give you... I feel like we need to speak louder. I feel like we need to to be shown off more. So that's what the show is about. And each, me and the other two characters, we all have three different lives, and the show was written to try to relate to real Black children in the world. It's an amazing show. We just fin- finished filming season one. You can follow it on Instagram at themels.tv and it has all of the scoops, trailers, and it gives you all the info on when it'll be coming out, when the trailers will be uploaded, and we are talking to some networks. I can't give too much information on that, but it will be coming out. Oh, wow.
0: Guys, you know it's real when an artist says, I can't give too much information. (laughs) (laughs) It's legit, legit. Oh, wow. Okay, so I read somewhere that Nipsey Hussle was one of your influences. Yes. Yes, he is. So what does his artistry, him as a human, him as a role model mean to you?
1: Him as a role model means me, I just, when I'm listening to his music and I watch interviews about him and when he's speaking, he's speaking from the heart. He's never telling anyone what he thinks they want to hear. He tells them what they need to hear and I love that. When he makes his music, he doesn't make it to please anyone but himself and the people that he loves and I love that so much and He was raised in the same neighborhood that I was born in. I was born out there. Obviously, I live out here now and I was raised out here. But when I see that and then I look at my little cousins, I can see they also look up to him. And I love that so much because he's encouraging kids like, yeah, it's all of this stuff going on around you. But you can, as long as you stay to yourself, you're going to get to the top. And I love that so much.
0: So being an L.A. native, How has growing up in Los Angeles impacted the way that you see yourself? Honestly, let me
1: think about that because when I was born in LA, I was born around a lot of gang activity, a lot of negativity and it has affected me. It's affected me and my family. Once I moved out here, that kind of changed for me so being an LA native, it kind of, I love that it makes me be my own person. That's what I love about being an LA native. It makes me be my own person. Cause everyone, they all look so different. Like we're all the same, but we're all different at the same time.
0: And the beauty about it is that you, it's such things as uh, roses growing out of concrete. There's so many testimonials of people coming out of LA and um, you, you uh, see their background and it's like, wow, anything is possible once you put your mind and your heart to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what are some of your um, favorite artists? Who are some of your some favorite of artists?
1: Favorite, um, some of my favorite artists, I love SZA, but that's, everyone loves SZA, <laughs> like who doesn't love SZA? But <clears throat> when you listen to her music and some of her songs, she kind of, Let's tell the story about how she came up, like how she came from nothing to something. So I love listening to her music. I love SZA and she's, I feel like she's just like me. Like, I just feel like she's, I, well, I'm just like her. So I love her so much. I connect to her music so much. I also connect to Summer Walker. I love her as well because she was also an insecure girl, just like me. And she still, she still deals with her anxieties and stuff. And I do too. And I love that so much. So when I'm listening to her music, I feel like I also connect to it. And let's see. And let me check my playlist. I have a, I can go on and on and on for you. I have, oh, one artist that I love is Ari Lennox. I love her so much because <clears throat> She's been singing for a long time now, but her career hasn't started up until like a year or so ago. And one thing I love about her so far is that she has not changed her style up. With many artists that you listen to, as they slowly come up, they kind of change the way that they act, the way that they sound to please everyone else. Ari, she does not. I love that so much. And even on her social media, she's still such a natural, beautiful black woman and she still expresses that. And I love that so much.
0: It's beautiful that you just said that, because you halfway answered my second, my next question. Really? So with, yes. With you being, you know, from this generation and you're, you're blossoming into who you want to be as an artist, how do you stay grounded and not sway over to the trends?
1: Honestly, sometimes I do feel myself swaying over to the trends because as an upcoming artist, you still have to do certain things to please other people. And that's what I learned at a very young age, going to my performing arts schools, they would always teach us how to wear your makeup a certain way, how to dress a certain way, how to act a certain way, to please others, just to get yourself up to the top. I kind of like, I followed that, I used to follow it all the time, but as I've been out of that, I've been being myself, and I feel like that has been helping me majorly. Because trying to sway over to the other trends and being like everyone else, they're not going to find anything new in you. Mm.
0: That's, That's beautiful. And what does beauty mean to you? Beauty to me means just being different,
1: completely different from everyone else, just being yourself. You know, when you can have a conversation with someone and when you're listening to them, you can tell if they're speaking from the heart or if they're just speaking from what they hear all around. So beauty to me means when someone's speaking from the heart and like just being a complete vibe, like just being a different vibe altogether.
0: Anissa, you're beyond your years. (laughs) And that's awesome, especially being in the industry that you're in you have to um, be 10 steps ahead mentally and spiritually. So that is awesome. Um, Back to your saying, who do you study to sharpen your craft?
1: Who do I study to sharpen my craft? I've actually been recently starting to study SZA. Back, just like a couple months ago, I would always focus on older artists like Aretha Franklin and Etta James, and I would focus on their craft and just work on like focus on their breath control and stuff. So I kind of like, I already practiced that and I feel like I've adapted well. So now I focus more on SZA and like Queen Nyjah and Artie for lyrical wise, lyrically wise because of what they're speaking about they're telling a story with their music so I've been focusing more on that to help me when I'm writing my music okay
0: so to close what are what some advice what is some advice that you would give to um, young um, artists wanting to uh, pursue whether it's music or acting or even be a social media influencer? Okay, so I'm gonna put these in three different categories to have advice for each one.
1: Starting with singing. Not everyone's gonna like your music and people are gonna always have something to say and you honestly just have to ignore it and you have to listen to yourself. If you like what you are making, it's gonna go somewhere as long as you keep pushing to it. No matter how long it takes, it could take a year, it could take three years, it can even take five that music is going to get somewhere. It's just on how you produce it, how you express it, and how you show it all. Networking is the biggest advice I can give you. Networking is the biggest tip I can give. It's just network, network, network. Every person that you meet, take that opportunity to speak. Don't listen to anyone else. They might say, like, you seem desperate, or you seem like you seem thirsty to talk to someone, or maybe you're like, trying to just get closer to get your way up, it does not matter because networking is the main thing that's gonna get you anywhere you need to be in this generation. And then for acting, 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 acting. Acting, you are gonna get turned down so many times and you will hear this from me and some of even the biggest artists. In every interview, you will hear this. As an actress or an actor, you will get turned down multiple times for characters. Don't think that that means you're not good enough. Don't think that that means you should stop. Don't think anything negatively. It just might mean maybe that's not the character for you. Maybe they already chose their person. Just know that you need to keep going. When it comes to acting, there is no right or wrong. You really just have to be yourself and you can't really think nothing of it. So when you're like... If you have an audition and you're going over your lines, and once you go over your lines, just think of it as it's you talking to like a family member or a friend. Don't ever think of it as I'm reading my lines or don't ever think of it as I need to get this audition because I'm auditioning. Always just go, go, go. No matter how many times someone turns you down, go, go, go. And no matter how long anything takes, just know that the harder you work on it, it's going to get there. Nothing happens overnight, ever. Nothing happens overnight. So you just really have to keep working and you will meet that goal. And yeah. And also as a social media influencer, it's not really difficulties to that. I'm gonna be honest. It's not difficult to become a social media influencer. All you need to do is consistently post, use your hashtags and also once again, network 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 becoming a social media influencer networking is the top thing you need to do obviously every person you meet tell them to follow you even if they like try even if they tell you to kick rocks tell the next person tell them to follow you network 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 use every social media that you can find you get on TikTok, get on instagram get on youtube get on tumblr pinterest get on every single network and just network 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 because there are different people on each site and there is someone on one of those sites that's going to find something in you that they love. Social networking, there's no right or wrong to social networking and I say it's the best thing you can do because you really can be yourself. It's just pictures and videos. You don't have to purposely post seductive pictures to get followers. You don't have to purposely look very beautiful and very Barbie-like to get followers. All you really have to do is be yourself and get that social media out there.
0: Thank you so much, Anissa. Of you course. Have- and one other thing, and
1: one other thing, when it comes to singing and acting and social networking, you are always going to hear negative comments about you always there is probably there's not going to be a second that someone's going to have something negative to say about you all you really have to do is brush past that because nine times out of ten the negative things they're saying to you they're just trying to bring you down because they want to be in your spot get
0: a hand clap for that one because i witnessed it but yes thank you so much anisa for joining us on beauty and passion i'm sure whoever listens Will be deeply inspired and congratulations to you and your journey. Once again, this is Beauty and Passion. I am Whitney Evans with KPC Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, be beautiful and live in your passion. Bye. Of course.